Hello, everybody. Welcome to Speak the Word with Jordan and Taylor Coppage and Brother Ra, Ra, Rafa, Raphael Figaro. And uh, we're going to give you uh, part three. Yes, yes, part three on uh, burnout. So uh, let's, let's get to some music here real quick and then we'll we'll get right on into it. I'm going to pull this up real quick. You go ahead and talk. I love the fact that... Um, let, me, let me tell you. So in the book of Acts, when Stephen... Stephen's being stoned because of what he said, what he's preached. Stephen, if you do your studies, you do your research, and you even read the scriptures, Stephen was a food distributor because they had all this stuff going on. And the apostles said... We cannot completely consecrate ourselves to the Word and what we're supposed to do because we're having to do all these other things. So the Lord gave them instruction. Go find you seven men of honest report. Set them over the affairs of all this other stuff. Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost. But when he began to speak, he spoke with boldness. He wasn't a pastor. He wasn't um, a prophet. He didn't have a title. He didn't have a position. He wasn't the archbishop of the chief apostles of the latter-day Pentecostal Church of Holiness of God. <laughs> okay, he didn't have all of these things. All he did was distribute the food, and he would speak boldly. It says, when they begin, and he began to be stoned. What happened? When Jesus went back to heaven, we know that what? He's seated at the right hand of the Father. But here's the thing, and I love this. There is only one time after Jesus ascends to heaven that you're going to see him stand up. St 
Stephen says he looks into heaven and he didn't see Jesus seated at the right hand of the Father. He saw Jesus standing on the right hand of the Father. And how was it? Stephen didn't... I can't imagine him from what the scripture said. Him crying out. Sure, he was definitely probably in pain, obviously. But he didn't throw just this tantrum and just go absolutely crazy because they were stoning him. He was in a place of rest. Rest. Because he looked into heaven and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. Jesus went and he sat down when he went to heaven. But then when Stephen was being stoned, he he stood up at the right hand hand of the Father. If you can go through life and you can go through your persecutions and you can continue to take the blows from everything that's going on and you're still continuing to get hit with this thing and you're getting hit with that thing and it seems like it's just one thing after another and you say, God, how am I ever going to get a break? I'm still, I'm getting hit with this stone. I'm getting hit with that stone. You will see the Son of God stand up in your favor because he is our great high priest. He's at making intercession for us. But Stephen was in a place of rest to where he didn't have just a traumatic death, but it says he fell asleep. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He he just he was at such peace even while being stoned to death that he fell asleep and Jesus wasn't sitting down Jesus was standing meaning that Jesus himself he is concerned he is moved by our iniquities he is moved by our he's moved by our infirmities the things that we go through he's moved by them and the fact that he cared so much even about Stephen that he stood up from his throne and Stephen was at a place of rest that he just fell asleep he didn't have this great dramatic death but all he did was just he was receiving Stephen. He was receiving him and he fell into rest. He fell into rest and woke up in rest. Yes. Isn't that amazing? God is so good. I like what Peter says in Second Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 2, starting. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you yeah. through the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, according as right. his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. Uh, this is about support. Yeah. This is about never failing. He writes about this. And and he says in the next verse, whereby are given unto us exceedingly yeah. great and precious promises. They're lifting us up, man. Those promises are lifting yes. us up. That by these ye may be might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world through lust. Yeah. Stephen escaped. Yeah. He escaped through these promises. Right. A lot of people say, well, you don't think about escaping. Well, (laughs) think about this. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And besides, besides this, the giving all escape. diligence, add to your faith virtue, and yeah. to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, kindness. and to brotherly kindness, kindness charity. Some people are like, what's that? What's kindness? These people stand in the pulpits. Well, what's kindness? We don't know what that is. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to touch that. Go ahead. <laughs> charity never fails. Charity never fails. Right? 
That's it. Corinthians, I'm gonna go on to a side. I'm gonna get back on the trail. Go down the but, rabbit hole, brother. Go. Corinthians, if, if you it. if you go into the love chapter and you start yeah. putting your name, right? Love never fails. Raphael never fails. Do I line up to the word of God? If I'm supposed to be love, right? Do I line up to that kindness, charity? He, this is what he says right here. This is what this is what Peter is saying. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind. Blind is a bat. And cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore, rather, brethren, give diligent Give diligence to make your calling and your election sure. sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. Right. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's it. How, how, How do we never fail? How how do we have that support? Yeah. How, Peter just t- told us. Yeah. He says, but if you if you forget these things, if you forget these things, I'll say it like this. First First John says, if you say that you have no sin, you're a liar. That's it. That's what he says. And the love of God is not in you. That's it. That was the very first message I ever preached was out of that passage. Yeah. Absolutely. Love never fails. Your love never fails, never gives up. Never <laughs> runs out on me. Yeah. That's it. It never fails. I can sing of your love forever. Forever. Yeah. It's, it's a, his mercy endures forever. Forever. It don't just last for a moment. It don't just last for a week. It don't just last for a month or a year. But it lasts so, forever. So we've talked about... Um, all these things that you know that kind of burnout but can we elaborate just a little bit more to the person that still just don't get it yet what's the solution if you burn out you're you, you don't know what to do you don't know who to turn to you don't man you gotta stuff. start laughing you gotta start laughing a little bit not everything quit taking everything so serious yeah laughter's yeah. like good medicine okay i'm the worst one about Why, that people too. people walk around <laughs> taylor walks around sometimes and she looked like she'd been you know eating sour grapes for the last three hours and she she looks like you know that she just had a big old bottle of sour patch kids or something that she just wore heads up <laughs> no i'm totally kidding but uh but people do walk around like that okay yeah, they get tired. <laughs> and I, I used to love seeing in some of them churches i'm not gonna say what kind of denomination but they'll be up there saying it's joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of joy, glory. It's absolutely horrible, and it's like, okay, um, I don't want the joy that you have because obviously. 
sorry. Obviously, it's not getting you anywhere. I mean, no. you know, and it's just like. I mean, I want a happy life. You know, I want a good life. Is that wrong? No, it's not. It's not wrong at all. It's, and I think that people out there, that's what they want too. Obviously, because they're searching for it constantly. Right. You know, Jesus says. The joy that the world has, it passes away, just to paraphrase. Right. But the joy that I give you, mm-hmm. it's not of this world. It's just, it's your strength. The joy of the Lord. I know it's lately, like, this it's your year, strength. this past year, I've prayed a lot of prayers to the Lord, and He's just really been working on my heart, and it's just simply this. Even if, Lord, I'll still serve you. Because it isn't about the if, it isn't about that thing, but it, I just love him. And as long as me and him's good, everything else is good. Does that make sense? Even if. Even if he don't move. Even if he don't do it. Even even if, you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had that. And I just, I preached this just a few weeks ago over at Grace Gospel. And that even if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had it made up in their minds that even if he didn't and I always question and I had talked to Pastor Scotty about this too um, I had always wondered where Daniel was in that chapter because you see him in the second chapter obviously the book's named after him you see him after that chapter but you don't see him in that chapter and I wondered I'm like where was Daniel because I cannot see I can't see Daniel bowing the knee to that eye, to that image, you know Shadrach Meshach and Abednego refused it, refused to. I couldn't see Daniel because he was already in a place at that time of of favor. Nebuchadnezzar, I can't see him bowing. So where's he at? Mm. And I believe, and we don't know the scripture don't say. I've heard people preach well that the Lord had Daniel hid and. Maybe, possibly, it's possibly, but you know, it, it's possibly. That's that's my word. It's possibly, it's possible that the Lord had Daniel hid, but I can't see that with him being a prince of how he was. He had to be. It was probably he. It was it was obligated for him to be there, mandatory, for him to be there while they all worshipped that that image Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So what happened? I believe, me personally, I believe Daniel was there and he was standing there with Nebuchadnezzar and them, but he didn't have to bow. The people did. He commanded the people to bow. That's what the word says. I can't believe, help but believe that Daniel even had it in his mind, okay? Even himself. All right, Lord, because that's his friends. That's his three friends out there. He sees they're not bowing. Okay, Lord. Even if. <laughs> if you don't do it. Something better is coming out, you know. If they, even if he didn't, for the glory bring them out, of God, for the glory of the Lord, even if he didn't bring them out, they knew they were. They knew where they're at that time would have been the old covenant, so, Abraham's so, bosom. They right. knew they'd build a paradise, right, right? Even if it, so, they were winners either way. Yeah. So, they so had we that go mindset. back to that word. We go back to that word. What word? Trust. Do we trust him? See, even in the midst of the fiery furnace, three Hebrew children didn't allow themselves to get burnt out. out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. They had the yeah. fourth man. Yeah. They had Jesus. That's right. They had that. 
uh, allow themselves to get burnt out. And the plan that Nebuchadnezzar had backfired. Boom. Yeah. Boom. As the words so of, of my three children. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> boom shakalaka. <laughs> you know, you snacks. <laughs> a laugh in the Bible. It, this this may not be right or might might be right, but uh, a laugh in the Bible. I see Sarah laughing. She did. You know, she couldn't have children, and she was like almost ninety years old. And she laughed. I take care of ninety year olds. She laughed at the very <laughs> at the very thought when she overheard them saying, "You're gonna have a child." She laughed. Yeah. Because she was so old, she didn't think it was possible. You know. She didn't laugh before when she was given her handmaiden. Yeah. Hagar. She didn't laugh before when... The Bible doesn't say this, but I can imagine if you're a woman trying to get pregnant and and you have miscarriages. Maybe she didn't laugh then. Maybe she cried then. Yeah. And then God comes to her. In the moments... When you don't want to laugh. Right. And you say, God, it's impossible. God will give you joy. Yeah. You, he will give you, uh, like, how can this be? Mary, Mary, never n- knowing a man. Yeah. Lord, how can this be? I've never known a man, but the power of the, 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 the shadow of, of, of God Almighty shall overshadow you. The power of God right. shall overshadow you, yeah. and you can, shall conceive yeah. a son, and his and he will be Jesus. He he will be Emmanuel, God with us. Yeah. And she was like, okay, yeah. So where what's that word again? I keep trust. Going trust. She trusted him, and she knew in her heart of hearts, okay, I, you know, if you got this and this is your will, okay, Lord. Let it be. We have to trust the Lord. You know, you will find laughter. And and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one last story, and I'll shut up. I was on the floor crying out to God one night in the church. The doctors had told me that it'd be one billion chance that I would ever have a kid. the The previous kids that I did have were either miscarried. Or they died in my arms. And I was crying out to God. And, and I said, Lord, I know you're the God of Abraham. You're the, the, you're the God of Sarah. You, you made them laugh. You gave them great joy. You, you did things f- for these guys. And you're not a respecter of persons. Right. And God, you've made a covenant with me. Yeah. You've made a covenant with other people. And God, I know your promises are true. Yeah. Where's, where's the promise? Can I have a promise for my child? Yeah. And I got done crying out to God, and I felt like God said, you have what you want. And I'm just like, well, it was that easy after all this time and everything? You know, just that's running right. through my mind and all, a ton of thoughts. Yeah. And a woman taps me on the shoulder. And she said, I don't know what you asked for, but God just gave it to you. And I began to cry and laugh at the same time. Her husband stands up. It gives a testimony. You may not have had your child in the past. You may not have seen the dream that you want to come to full fruition. But God is a God of of promises. Yeah. And if you're 
If you're in mourning, he will turn your mourning into laughter. That's it. He'll give you a brand new song. He'll lift your spirit up. Where he'll make you soar. Mm-hmm. That's that's our God. He will not leave you in the pit. He will not. You know, David says, "I will praise you again." Yeah. I will praise the Lord again. Yes. I got to thinking just now. One of my favorite song that there is. I absolutely love the song as well. After everything David had been through, after everything, now this is, you know, this is past David and Goliath. This is past him running from Saul. This is past him being the king of Judah because he, after Saul died, he wasn't the king of Israel immediately. I've heard some people preach that and that's not the case because there was a span of time there. Just because Saul died, David didn't automatically step into it. He still had to wait for a while. And he was king of Judah temporarily for a time before he came, became the king of Israel and began to fulfill that promise in which God had anointed him years and years prior. This passage is past that. This is past Bathsheba. This is past his dead child. This is past that but David is now running from his own son who's trying to overthrow him (laughs) and so Absalom now has went to all these people and because of his words they've all turned on David because of everything Absalom has said misery loves company everybody that's miserable Everybody that backbites, everybody that talks about one another, they all seem to... Wolves run in packs. Okay? Wolves run in packs. And so now here's this whole army of people that are coming, and they've got him surrounded. The Word says, if you read it. They're closing in on David, and he's by himself. He has nobody at this point except for the Lord. That's it. Everybody else is turned on... He only has the Lord left. That is it. Because everybody else is too scared or they don't know where he is or whatever. They've turned their backs on him. They've joined Absalom. They've committed treason against him. Hooked up with the enemy. But David begins to pray unto God. And he said, You, O Lord, you're a shield from me. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. And he says, I cried unto the Lord my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. But I love what it says right here in verse 5. He said, I laid down and I slept. And he said, when I woke up, the Lord had sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth to the Lord, and the blessing is upon thy people. He went from saying, Lord, complaining. He complains. Look how many are increased against me that trouble me. Look how many are rising up against me. Many of their many of them, Lord, are saying that there's no help for me. Many of them are saying that, oh, you'll never recover. <laughs> Many of them are saying you're not saved. Many of them are saying there's no help for you in God. Many are saying all this stuff. You'll never be able to do that again. You'll never be anointed again. You'll never preach again. You'll never sing. 
steps. They're saying all this, you'll never overcome a giant again. You'll never leave. But he stops. It only took him two verses to complain like that. But then, that's when he said, Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. And it said that when he cried unto the Lord, he didn't say, I hope the Lord hears me. He knew. He didn't say, maybe the Lord will hear me. He heard. Well, if it's the Lord's will. He didn't say that. (laughs) He said, I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me. He knew for assurance. He heard me out of his holy hill. And it was at that moment that everything transitioned. Everything changed. His mentality changed. His mindset changed. His feelings changed. His emotions changed. Every single thing changed. Because he was able to lay... I believe that even his spiritual and emotional um, state of being in of being burnout all of that changed because why he said all he said lord you're a shield for me and he was comforted and was able to lay down and rest and when he awoke up the lord had sustained him the lord had protected him and the lord had put a shield around about him so even in that place of being overwhelmed with all of these things i wouldn't i wouldn't have been able to sleep knowing i had ten thousand people camped outside here <laughs> with their guns drawn no, no. With these signs, leave Scott County. I mean, there's no, you know, all them church folk. I I would have, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. Are you kidding me? But David cried unto the Lord with his voice, and he knew that the, the Lord had heard him. And so, because of that, he was able to rest, and he ended up being refreshed because he had the Lord of the Sabbath. Because he had the Lord of the Sabbath on his side. It didn't matter who else was with him. Yes, yes. It's you've got to have people, and that's that's one thing. I'm kind of iffy. There's a song, you know. There's an old song we saying, you know, as a, you know, I don't need no mother, no father, no sister, no brother, as long as I got King Jesus. Well, that's 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 all well and good, but you need people. You need yeah. a support, okay? Yeah. Um, but then when you get in a place like that where David didn't have nobody, if he did have somebody, they were they, they were hiding out. They was on the backside of the desert somewhere. Okay, they weren't <laughs> nowhere around. You know, they wanted to be completely free uh, from that. Sounds familiar. And so here they are on the backside of the desert, probably hiding out somewhere unless they had been taken captive or even killed at this point because this wasn't no, okay, we're going to come in and we're just going to, you know, say some words against you. I mean, Absalom and them, they were killing people. You know, they're killing folk. This is an army. Okay. And, uh, but David was able to rest because even though he didn't have nobody with him presently, he had the Lord on his side. What I like always in in the Bible, no matter where you're at in the Bible, um, you just wait a little while. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just when you, at the very end, God is faithful. Ooh, every time I thought, I can't take no more. Yeah. I can't take it no more. He breathes a fresh anointing, a fresh strength and joy. And, yeah. and it's nothing that I can do within myself. I've said this previously. 
every time I feel like emotionally I can't take it, I can't do no more, God is so faithful every time. He just, just breathes in me. That's right. Every time. He has never failed me. He's never failed me. And because I trust Him. Yeah. I trust Him. That's right. There's a song, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have it played at the, at the end here. Um, that um, Sharon McKee does. I'm gonna have a version of Pastor Josh Lauber saying it here. It says he heals the brokenhearted. He remembers you though you feel forgotten. Mm-hmm. He gives beauty for the ashes. Yes. He can give you peace when you don't have the strength to ask him. That's what Jesus does. That's what Jesus does. So let him hold you. Let him breathe on you. You're not a mistake. Do not be afraid. Let Jesus love you. Let him see you cry. Can you hear him whisper, everything's going to be all right? When you think nobody understands, Jesus does. Yes. Jesus does. When you need someone to just hold your hand, that's what Jesus does.